bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. It's a kind of nice game out there. Game out there. Day out there. Sorry. I've been, in, I've been in inside too long. I hope you're all doing well, and I hope you're getting enough gaming. There's a lot of online gaming going on out there. And we'll just hang in there soon. Soon, I hope, we'll be out of here and back at the table. Anyway, I want to talk about encounters as in encounter tables. And talk about your resources for that kind of thing. And we will talk more about that after this. All right. I think, this is my opinion, every DM, GM, whatever, needs a master encounter tables section or some kind of master encounter table system. Whether you get it out of whatever system you're using, whatever clone you're using, or even if it's not the same system as what you're using, because those can be useful too. If nothing else, I mean, there's a reason why the encounter tables in 1st edition AD&D were so popular for so long. You ought to look at those. I've used those before. They're a lot of fun. And any, any encounter table document whatever that will will break it down into different areas different like um the one i'm thumbing through right now stuff like you know uh a creature encounter weather and terrain encounters unusual encounters miscellaneous uh, subterranean encounters trade route encounters anything that can break it down like that is good now I dug something out of my box that I bought, oh, about a year or so ago. Must have been. But I found it used at my game store. And you probably heard of it. It's called The Mother of All Encounter Tables by Necromancer Games, distributed by Trollor Games. Necromancer Games, a.k.a. Frog God Games. And this was back in... See, this book is back from the 3E days, the D20 days, 3 and 3.5. In fact, I think this is for third edition and not 3.5. I'm not sure. Yeah. But anyway, this book is just chock full of encounters, and they're mostly from the third edition Monster Manual, etc., uh, Tome of Horrors, Creature Collection, whatever. It doesn't matter, really, because all I'm looking for is monsters. It has a master. See, this is what you should look for in some kind of thing like this. I believe that the first edition also has something like this. It has a index. There is a master table for depending on what kind of, of encounter you have. And you roll on that. Say you're doing, oh, I don't know, tra- uh, trade route encounters. You roll on that. You roll a D100. You figure out you have a creature encounter, notable occurrence. and Because th- it's not all creatures. There's other things, too. And it's just, it's very handy. And you just go there and roll, and they got tons and tons of charts of whatever it is. And that you just roll on the 
on the, let's see, uh, let's get to the first section here, which is, I think, Overland Encounters. Arctic, let's do Arctic Daytime. It all depends. They, they break it down by area, like desert, plains, forest, hill, mountain, marsh. You roll on that D100 chart and find out what you got. In fact, this is a D1000 chart. Because some of them are like they throw a lot of monsters in there. So you roll a D1000, find out which monster it is. And I ignore the stats. If the game has something like that, I see I'm going to Savage Worlds, so I got it a little easier. But if you're using like old school or even fifth edition, and you don't have whatever book it's, if it's some kind of special monster, you don't have whatever it's that's in it. Um, just pick another one. Roll again. Pick another one. I like what it said in the introduction. It said, "Here's an easy way to do it." Roll a d6. One, two, or three, take the monster above it. Or four, five, or six, take the monster below it. That's an easy way to do it. Because it's all going to be in the same area. So you do it that way. And if the one below it is like not listed for that area, just skip to the next one that is listed. So this is, this is really... And then you just use the stats of whatever game you're using. Like Savage Worlds has pretty basic monsters, even with the fantasy... I have the Fantasy Companion. I use those too, but still, you're going to get a lot of weird stuff. And I don't mind writing them up for a game like Savage Worlds because it's so easy. It's so easy. So, okay. This is what I recommend. The Mother of All Encounter Tables, if you find it, if you can find it, it's out of print. It retailed originally for about $28, I think. I still The sticker from the store is still on there, so it's hard to tell. They sold it for $27.20, so I'm assuming it's around $28.30. Maybe. I think I got it for 8 bucks, And I recommend that one. But if you want to use some other thing, you know, there's certain monster books, like I think the Tome of Horrors or Monstrosities from, from Frog God again. I'm going to read it on Frog God because I know Frog God. There's Encounter tables and swords and wizardry, and in those monster books, they break it down by challenge level. Sometimes you can do it that way. Other games, like I know Labyrinth Lord has a master encounter table, and it's the back of it. I believe uh, Basic Fantasy also has one. And like I said, if nothing, if nothing else, if you got a one e DMG, use it. Even if you have the, the PDFs, you can print out the monster encounter tables of the PDFs and just, you know, staple them and use them. That's what I would do. So whenever you're coming up to a, if the encounter does, if, if the, the, the adventure running doesn't have a set encounter for whatever you're using, fall back on those tables. If you wrote up your own encounter table, great. But if you don't have time, say you have to run in an hour, I grab something like this or the one EDMG or something like that and use that. And you can easily edit on the fly. Giving it, given an hour, I can easily edit out the ones I don't want to use. And if you've got the basics down, if you've got benchmarks, if you've got the basics down of it rolls up a bunch of orcs or it rolls up a mind flare or it rolls up this, you pretty much know what you're into and just write the basic stats down. If you have any, they have any special abilities, just look in the book and if you can bullet point it if you really have to, if you're running something like a beholder and you have to you have to look in the book. There's there's no two ways about it. 
that one is unless you bullet point every single thing the eye does the eyes do so or, or a hydra or something like that so like i said i try to avoid looking in the book i can easily make an encounter table out of anything and you know what if you want to make your own encounter tables, I recommend the Day D&D First Edition Monster Manual 2 because it has a section at the, at the front of how to create an encounter table. And it is just fantastic. So check it out. So that's my encounter tables talk. You know, the mother of all encounter tables, look for it or use what you can. So I got to go start my day. So... If you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thank you very much, guys. And some good podcasts out there, Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G Grognard Podcast, Young Grognard, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert, and Big John Allen Larger's The Red Dice Diaries. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.